Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into page one with LeVar and Mary for this Friday night, January 27th. It is the last show of the month. Uh, first month's kind of flown by here, uh, but good to be with you. I am LeVar, and of course, I am joined always by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm here. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm here. It's Friday, uh, but I'm still kind of suffering a little bit from this, whatever this is, with my ear. So it's a little bit weird. Hopefully, I don't talk over you. Hopefully, I don't talk. Because, like, whenever something's wrong with your ear, you think that you're talking at a normal, uh, like, tone. And even then, people ask you to speak up, and you're like, well, I thought I was kind of yelling. And then there's no levels here. Because then you go to, like, yelling, and then they just look at you like, okay, now why are you yelling? (laughs) (laughs) There's no normal sense to this. Um, But the greatest thing about doing this show is that since I'm talking into a microphone, uh, it should pick up everything, and we should be okay. But... um, like I said, last Friday night of the month, uh, there are a few breaking stories that are going on that we are keeping um, eyes on. But um, hopefully we will be the, as always, the, uh, what's the word I want to use, the respite from reality. We all know what's going on. We know the breaking news over the last couple of hours. So we'll keep an eye on it. But um, hopefully tonight uh, we have a night plan for you. Uh, pretty much a potpourri night. I know we did that, I think, kind of last week, but uh, there's a, it's the first month of the year. doesn't really carry, like, a lot of stories yet. It's brand new. Um, so there's a lot of mini stories within the month, uh, a lot of interesting things. So we'll talk a lot of different things throughout the hour. Uh, we'll have Retro Moment of the Week, the Almanac, uh, and we'll take a look at what's trending. Uh, I think you'll like tonight's potpourri topics. Uh, they're a little weird. I didn't tell Barry about any of them. Just one story. Um, and, yeah, we'll take it from there. But how has your week been? Uh, it's been a long, short, or, yeah, it's been a long week. It, yesterday didn't feel like a Thursday. It felt like a Tuesday. And, like, my whole week has been kind of uh, jacked. But it, it, it's one of those things where I think it's because it's the end of the month. You're not, it, you don't realize it's the end of the month until it is the end of the month. It, it's just a whole set of weird this past week. Like surprise! <laughs> so we all right? knew where, we all knew where it was going. We knew that we were get to this point, but uh, here we are. So uh, snow is due here again. Um, 
this weekend here in Chicago. Uh, we had some a few days ago. Uh, it's still on the ground. Uh, there is more snow. I think to the north of us, our neighbors in Wisconsin uh, are expecting some as well. Um, some spots are warm. Uh, a person I know that was down in Florida uh, this past week uh, reported 70s, close to 80. <laughs> wow. Which is always nice. Um, right. To the south, it is a roller coaster of different tips as you, at some points, see 40s, 50s one day and then 70s, 80s the next. <laughs> so it's quite easy to get sick. Um, but yeah, but with that, you know, it's still football here in the U.S., football by American football. <laughs> uh, big weekend this weekend, conference championship games. Uh, you've got the 49ers and the Eagles and Kansas City and Cincinnati. You have a pick? Oh, gosh, no. I no. I I would lie and say, yeah, I think, but I, I really don't. I said I haven't been paying attention the last couple of the last couple of weeks. So I pretty much said a home team's going to win and an away team's going to win. I don't know which one. That's my prediction. That's where I'm cutting it. <laughs> That's it. That's my predictions this week. So uh, you will see one of the other. So take with that which you will. <laughs> um, will I probably go online and place a few bets? Perhaps. I think I've a little gambled out from all of my other bets that did not go in my parlays. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. I'm still learning. I am still learning the art of the parlay, but I know that it also requires, like, you got to do research, you got to be smart, and you need a lot of luck. So um, I can find things that will probably help in the parlay, um, but I can also mess myself up by getting too cocky and thinking that, yeah, that's going to hit, and I'm going to win, like, thousands of dollars. <laughs> and it doesn't help me at all. So there you go. I got that going for me. So, yeah. Um, but tell you the most interesting thing I read this week. I usually like this little segment. Uh, baseball is going to be coming back soon with spring brings baseball. We got to get through winter first. Um, so minor league baseball is also a popular thing here in the U.S. for those of you who are familiar with the major league baseball teams. But minor league baseball is a pretty cool thing to go and see. You know, you see a bunch of up-and-comers, and you can say that you remember them when. And the interesting thing about that is that I think uh, Mary can agree with me, is that the other cool thing is that it's kind of like a simplistic time. Things are cheaper than a major league ballpark. You know, um, it's mid-road. 
it's baseball. It's not professional baseball, but it's still a fun watch because they make it family friendly and they do a lot of things during the game. Um, there are a lot of cool teams and nicknames. Have you heard of the Savannah Bananas, by the way? Yes. Yeah. I think we've talked about some of these. Yeah. I don't remember all of them, but yeah, I do remember the Savannah Bananas. And there's another one that's like not appropriate for, it'd be an after dark one, but I can't remember what that one was. (laughs) I'm now intrigued. Uh, you'll have to look that up and let me know. <laughs> yeah, I will have to. I Yeah, it was one of those, like, oh, crap, what was it called? But, yes, the Savannah Hammock. Uh, Savannah Banana. Yes. I can't even you say it. I banana, banana Hammocks, and that was not it. <laughs> <a>, yeah. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> I got you. Uh, I see where your mind is tonight. Yes. But yes, I, well, my league baseball, the most interesting thing I saw was two stories actually that happened within 24 hours of each other. Minor league teams can kind of do at will what they want. um, And they have specialty nights. So the first story uh, comes from the uh, High A Hickory Crawdads. <laughs> uh, when I say that, the first thing that I thought of was something else when I heard of the Hickory Crawdads, and you'll probably follow along with me on this. They unveiled an alternate brand that plays off of a popular nursery rhyme. They will play three games this summer as the Hickory Dickory Ducks. Uh, of course alter- they will. Yes. The alternate brand features the titular clock, which, depending on which version of the traditional song you sing, is visited by either a series of animals or one very persistent mouse. The first verse of nearly every version of the song describes a mouse running up a clock and then running back down after it chimes. So while the nursery rhyme itself has a mouse running up the clock, then running back down when it strikes one, the clock featured in the logo is set to 828, which is an homage to the area code in Hickory, North Carolina. Uh, speaking of the clock, the Dickory Docks jerseys will feature gears that evoke the inner workings of a clock, which is kind of cool. Uh, the Crawdads will wear the alternate look on August 17th, 18th, and 19th, and a series against the Rome Braves. Not to be outdone by that, um, the, Ak- the Akron Rubber Ducks which is a double-A affiliate of the Cleveland Guardians, will pay homage to a local delicacy for one night only when they will play as the Akron Sauerkraut Balls this summer. (laughs) This carries on the team's tradition of highlighting local foods, including playing as the JoJo's, a local team for seasoned potato wedges, uh, in 2022. Akron lays claim to the invention of the Sauerkraut Ball which is, of course, a deep-fried mashup of sauerkraut and pork. Per the team, uh, they have been a staple in local bars and restaurants since the early 1960s. The logo features an anthropomorphized sauerkraut ball, happily dipping itself in a traditional sauce. Uh, According to the general manager, he says, after honoring the JoJo's last summer, we wanted to continue to recognize foods, 
that are unique to Akron. Sauerkraut balls are an Akron staple, as you do not see them many places outside the area. We can't wait to celebrate the sauerkraut ball and enjoy the different dipping sauces our fans use to enjoy them. Uh, while sauerkraut balls are traditionally served on New Year's Day, the Rubber Ducks play that game on August 18th. <laughs> so, yeah. Sauerkraut ball. Okay. Yep. Sauerkraut balls. I like both. And I hope that there's jerseys for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Because you need more jerseys in your closet. Yes, I, I need a uh, sauerkraut balls jersey. I need a uh, Dickory Docks jersey. I haven't even gotten the Savannah. You know what? Bananas. The Dickory Docks jersey, I'm down. That, I'm down for. 100%. I like the hat more than I like the jersey. <laughs> but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. That was the most interesting thing that I read this week. Uh, baseball is well on its way. Pitchers and catchers report in the next few weeks. Have you ever been to spring training in Arizona? It's right next door to Nevada. Yeah, you would think I would have, but no. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> upset with myself for that, especially as a fan of the game. Like, I would, I should have gone at some point. You still can. You can map out this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you have Except they'll be in London. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> well, um, I'm trying to see. Well, the London correspondent. Yes. Yes. You'll be, uh, uh, you know, um, Every time you do that, I'm a little bit off the uh, beaten path here. I do believe I probably got rid of the my London music. Did I get rid of my London music? I'm looking down. <laughs> Every time you had it, I usually have it, and I didn't have it queued up. But uh, I think I got rid of it. Maybe next time I'll have to read it. I do know I have uh, the – You have Carmen where... Diego somewhere in there. Yes, I have. You know, actually, I do have it. Oh, here we go. I love it. I do have the Carbon San Diego one, but uh, we'll do that uh, when you're not here and when you come back. So. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. So, yes. Hey to all my friends over in the UK. How are you? Um, brings us to the Almanac. Because uh, we got a long night of potpourri stories. <laughs> so, the Almanac, as I kind of <laughs> stated last week when I gave you guys a uh, preview, today is a lot of things. It is National uh, Fun at Work Day, uh, which is last Friday in January. It's National Big Wig Day which is wearing a big, huge wig. Uh, Holocaust Remembrance Day, uh, which I've seen quite a few stories on on television today about that. Uh, some, you know, you know, anything in our history, especially for uh, a moment such as that, it's important to remember the stories so that you can not forget what happened at that moment in history. Um uh, I know World News Tonight with David Muir had an interesting story tonight uh, in their closing. 
uh, where they kind of revisited some of the people that they talked with, some of them now in their mid to late 90s, uh, who were just little kids uh, when they were taken to Auschwitz or, you know, to any one of these other uh, places that uh, did such inhumane things. And to hear their stories or how they were separated from their families, uh, it is, you know, prayers and hopes that nothing like that in history never, ever, ever happens again. Uh, today is also Vietnam Peace Day. Uh, also, uh, World Breast Pumping Day and National Chocolate Cake Day. Not in the same order. Um, tomorrow, it is National Gift of the Ladybug Day. It is Global Community okay. Engagement Day. <laughs> yes. Data Privacy Day. National Seed Swap Day. Uh, National Blueberry Pancake Day is tomorrow. And tomorrow is National Kazoo Day. Now, I have, and I thought I, I thought I mailed you at one point a kazoo. Did I not? Or was it a recorder? You gave me a recorder. I have a kazoo here. Um, I never took it out of the box. It is the original ten kazoo. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to take it out of the box. I was going to take it out of the box and play something. Too. You know how you ha- you buy those retro toys and you like have it and it's kind of like, yeah, I would, but I don't want to. Um, so unfortunately, it will stay in the box. But I do have a kazoo here, a tin kazoo. Uh, as it says in the box, if you hum, you can kazoo. So, yes, <laughs> uh, the twenty ninth. I'm pretty sure Mary will love this. It is National Puzzle Day on January 29th. Yay! Uh, I need a new puzzle. I I finished my most recent one. Ah, what is it? A dragon, actually. It's in the shape of a dragon, but then all the pieces were not like normal pieces. They were different, like one was a sword, and then there was, you know. I'll have to show you when we're done. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Have you ever done those? I think, didn't you tell me that once that you did the 3D ones? I've done the 3D ones. I've also done the acrylic one that is clear, and so the only thing, there's no picture. You just have to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, my most challenging one. I will say that. Um, but, yeah, so I, I've done a couple of different kinds. Okay. Tomorrow is actually also oh it's Sunday, I'm sorry, it's actually National Corn Chip Day. I seem to remember in a time in the eighties where corn chips were like a huge thing and then it kinda like died off. Um and the South still smell a big like thing. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> and the South's still a big thing because you need it for Frito Pie. But um uh, Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're never gonna eat Frito pie ever again. No, you're be like, no, no, I've never had Frito pie. That's the thing. I've never had it. Oh. Uh, I've had you know the Frito and the dips and all the other good stuff. Um. But 
yeah, so it I've I've had it. <laughs> um, I haven't had that, but but I mean it's I don't know what one of these days when I get back down to Texas, I'll try it. <laughs> um, Monday the thirtieth, uh, national now is it croissant or croissant? Yes. I've come I don't up with know. <laughs> I've, I've come up with because uh, you know, here it is. Depending upon where you are at, some people say it's croissant, and then some will say it is croissant. So either or. Actually, a very interesting story out of that, uh, and I didn't plan for it to be that way. Um, there was actually a food story, I thought it involved a new kind of like a mashup of some breakfast foods. Oh, no, actually, it was a donut. Uh, Here in Chicago, uh, we have a, and I'm not sure if they're like regional, um, but we have a place called uh, Stan's Donuts. Um, And Stan's Donuts and Coffee partnered with Morton Salt, which is also here out of Chicago. And they had a limited edition salted caramel old-fashioned donut to celebrate Morton's 175th anniversary. Pretty much the donut was flavored with caramel, caramel glaze on top, along with Morton's coarse sea salt. Um, I don't know if it's – I think it was available through their website too, but you need to purchase at least a dozen. Uh, each donut costs uh, three twenty-five. So if you are interested, you can look that, check that out. Uh, you can order that uh, donut. It's not a croissant. Donut's still over croissants any day. Team donut. Uh, <laughs> Team donut. And Monday is also National Bubble Wrap Day. I love bubble wrap. <sighs> <laughs> We're gonna do like an ASMR of like five minutes of bubble wrap popping noises. <laughs> I would be down so much. That would be amazing. <laughs> We're going to start doing that on the show somewhere or not. As a public service, we'll just go do ASMR sounds and maybe bubble wrap will be one of the first ones. We'll, we'll probably do that sometime soon. <laughs> and then so, um, and not to interrupt, not to interrupt, but just to go on to this. You gotta love live live and having people be able to listen to podcasts as we're talking. I got a text message saying that it's croissant with a French ah. accent. So See, I thought it was croissant. So because, you know, I think the Americanized version, which is probably like the, just like the total Western version, it's a croissant. But croissant. the version I've always heard was croissant. Yes. Croissant. Yep. See? So Thank say you. it like a hoity-toity is what it basically comes down to. <laughs> it's not hoity-toity. <laughs> it's just, I mean, from where it's come from is what it sounds like. So it's croissant. You know, it's kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. I think we've talked on this show in recent weeks about the term uh, protein. And you hear old versions of it. It's called protein. And I'm like, well, where did we stop calling it pro- protein and call it protein? So mm-hmm. we butchered it in some odd way somewhere along the line. But thank you for pointing that out. 
uh, I thought that was correct, uh, especially as a person who took French for a couple of years. I thought it was croissant. So we have some sense of formal um, <laughs> of a formal speaking here on this show. Croissant. As I twirl my imaginary mustache, yes. <laughs> um, so wrong, and I wear, so wrong. And I wear my beret. <laughs> Monday <laughs> is Fire Your Heart with Art Day. It's also National Plan for Vacation Day which I think most of us have probably already started doing before then. We don't need a day for that. Um, yeah. It is also, <laughs> it's National Hot Chocolate Day. And, Ooh. yes, and Monday is National Backward Day. Day Backward National, Monday on. <laughs> mm. Mm, okay. <laughs> But I do believe, yeah, so that's on uh, Tuesday, so I'm sorry. Uh, But that's National Backwards Day. Um, But, yeah, so that is the end of January. The first is on Wednesday. Now, that actually takes us to National Dark Chocolate Day on February 1st, which is Wednesday. It is also – Dark chocolate. Don't you know. Also, National Girls and Women in Sports Day, National Texas Day, it's National Get Up Day, National Baked Alaska Day, National Serpent Day, and National Freedom Day on February 1st. And then on Thursday, it is National Groundhog Day because... The groundhog will be coming out on the second. Um, National Heavenly yeah. Hash Day. Uh, it's Optimus Day, I hope. Um, and it is Tater Tot Day. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's like God food right there, Tater Tots. <laughs> <laughs> That would be probably the new commercial for, like, uh, tater tots from some company. It's God's food. (laughs) Um, And then to give you a heads up, next Friday, it is Four Chaplains Day. It is National Missing Persons Day, National Women Physicians Day. Uh, It is National Wear Red Day, the first Friday in February. Um, I'll explain that here momentarily. National Carrot Cake Day it is National The Day to Music Diet Day, uh, which I, if you are a music fan, you know exactly what that is. And it is mm-hmm. Bubblegum Day, the first Friday in February. Uh, so real quick, The Day to Music Diet Day, we know that that is, uh, of course, the uh, day that remembers the unfortunate and untimely death. Uh, and they, it, they were so young. Well, Buddy Holly was 22 at the time. Richie Valens was 17, and J.P. Richardson, a.k.a. The Big Bopper, was 28. Uh, the three artists died in an airplane accident on February 3rd, 1959, near Clear Lake, Iowa. Um, and the day the music died was dubbed so by Don McLean's song, American Pie. Um, so 
that is that day. But Wear Red Day, first Friday of February, uh, it's an annual campaign to raise awareness about heart disease in women. The national campaign urges women to learn their risk for heart disease and to take steps to lower the risk. What increases a woman's chances of heart disease? Smoking, uh, sedentary lifestyle, family history, diabetes, stress, uh, inflammatory diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and Crohn's, complications during pregnancy, and menopause. So we could definitely prevent or reverse many of those risks by taking action. Speaking with your physician also helps to further lower the risk of heart attack and stroke by making and following a plan. So among those, quitting smoking, changing your lifestyle, and getting routine physical exams. So, yeah, the, um, they say that those diseases are 80% preventable. Think about that. So, yeah, that is on Friday. We're red. Didn't you say? Didn't you say that we were supposed to have an asteroid coming at some point? Not an asteroid, a comet. Comet. We're not going to be doing the whole. Yeah, this is not like Armageddon. Okay, <laughs> we're not. We're not going to be sending nobody up to drill. There's no like deep impact and like a like a, a tidal wave knocking down the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> It's a comet. It's a comet, and it was on February. Oh no, I have to look it up again. It's February second, if I remember correctly. So sometime next week. I think so. I'm gonna double check. So we'll. I will. While you're give me while a you're few double checking, and I will that. look that up. No, while you're looking that up, I'm actually going to tell you an asteroid the size of a delivery truck whipped past Earth on Thursday night. One of the closest such encounters ever recorded. Uh, NASA uh, said that it was a near miss with no chance of the asteroid hitting Earth. Um, the newly discovered asteroid zoomed about 2,200 miles above the southern tip of South America. That's 10 times closer. Uh, the closest approach uh, was around 727 Eastern Time, 927 p.m. local. Uh, even if the space rock came a lot closer, scientists said most of it would have burned up in the atmosphere with some of the bigger pieces possibly falling as meteorites. Um, the impact hazard assessment system called Scout quickly ruled out that strike. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, discovered last Saturday. It was the asteroid known as 2023 BU. Uh, it was believed to be between 11 feet and 28 feet across. Um, so, yeah. Okay, That's so the comet is closest to the Earth on February 2nd. It's a green comet called, this is going to be the awful, it's called C2022E3VTF. They should come up with a better name, but (laughs) it is a green comet. It's going to be closest to the Earth on February 2nd, um, but you can see it all this week and all next week in the northern hemisphere near the North Star. So if you have Strong, teles- or strong binoculars or a telescope. You can see it um, with the naked eye February 2nd because it's the closest to the Earth, but if you have something else, you can use that without, you'll be able to see it without the naked eye. I mean, you'll still need your eyes, and they'll be naked, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
be on the lookout for that. If you are near your nearby planetarium, you can, uh, I'm sure, take a good look at that. Uh, 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 license plate CE, whatever the rest of that was that she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just look in the sky for something not green, and that's going fast. Uh, that's all I'll tell you. <laughs> right. And we got science, sports, um, food. We cover it all here at Page One. But that won't lead us because we are at the halfway mark here to our retro moment of the week. Uh, I have quite a few things. So what I'm actually going to play is all going to depend on what button I press. But I will tell you this. I'm going to do three retro moments of the week. And then, no, you know what? We're going to do three. One is a PSA from the 70s, which I think will be interesting for you to hear. And then the other ones will be some well-known commercials that you heard at some certain points years ago, or you probably have it and you'll hear it for the first time. So enjoy. Um, Retro Motor of the Week is in mere seconds. We'll join you on the other side with our potpourri night, as well as a live look at what's trending. First, this is page one of our Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us tonight. Those dirty rings. You scrub them, soak them, even bleach them. And you can still come out with... Ring around the collar! Now, try whisk around the collar. Pour concentrated whisk right on the dirt. It sinks in, starts to clean before you start to wash. Whisk around the collar beats ring around the collar every time. Whisk! Take an America to learn the metric way. The simple system based on tens that you can start today. Efficient, more accurate, more universal too. It's good for our economy, our country, and for you. Now there's a meter, a meter, it's a little more than a yard. You think about it that way, it's really not so hard. The leader, the leader, now please don't sell it short. It works out fine if you keep in mind it's a little more than a board. The ground, the ground, about the weight of a single raisin, about the same as a paperclip. Now isn't that amazing? Celsius, Celsius, temperature scale you see. A summer day's about 25, a cold day's minus three. Take 10 minutes to learn the metric way. Write Metric Education, P.O. Box 111, Washington, D.C., 20044. Take 10. This message has been brought to you as a public service by this station and the U.S. Office of Education. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. When a waitress glides up to your place with a pretty smile upon her face, here's the way to really romance her. Give her that Fab's Blue Ribbon answer. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. Fab's Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Zest and sparkle, million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Fab's Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Prove it yourself. Make the three-way experts test. One, see the clear color. Look at the creamy head. Two, sniff that fragrant blue ribbon blend. Three, taste the flavor the whole world knows. And you'll agree, finest beer served anywhere. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. (laughs) 
You're listening to Page One. Page One. With LeVar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. You know, I'm such a genius, I decided to wait until about 20 seconds before coming back on air to actually drink some water. Uh, but welcome back to Page One with LeVar Berry on this <laughs> Friday night, January 27th, 2023. I'm wondering whatever happened to that movement to do the metric system here in the U.S. Hmm. <laughs> well, we had to do something weird. I mean, come on. Wouldn't be American if we did the metric stuff with everyone else. Come on now. Well, no. whatever, became of, whatever became of that metric system. <laughs> yeah, it'll lose its cool in a minute. <laughs> well, that um, definitely a true retro moment. That's for the 70s with that uh PSA about the metric system. So, yes. Um, I will tell you, one of my favorite candies is M&M's. If you told me that I could only eat one candy for the rest of the year, it probably would be peanut M&M's. So, in the last year, and I can't believe we're talking about this story, um, we, of course, if you've seen the M&M's commercial, you are familiar with the Red, yellow, and all the other M&M spokes candies. Well, Mars, the company behind the candy-coated chocolates, said that it is shelving its M&M mascots, at least for now, after receiving backlash over recent design changes. On Thursday, Mars said that the company would be redesigning the M&M's characters as part of the brand's commitment to creating a world where everyone feels that they belong. For example, the green M&M traded her go-go boots for a pair of sneakers with the brown M&M, changed her motto to not bossy, just the boss. Uh, they also introduced a new purple M&M, who is also female. Mars also announced the limited release of all female packages, but the changes drew a lot of backlash and sparked debate online, as well as from uh, a uh, three-letter uh, news uh, network in their commentator. Um, I'm not going to mention him by name, but I will say his name is Trucker uh, Torkelson, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he said, I'm not even going to tell you what he said, uh, but to put it short, uh, he made some remarks about uh, the M&Ms because he had nothing else better to do. And on Monday, Barr said that it decided to temporarily ditch the candy mascots and hand the raids over to a new real life spokesperson, Maya Rudolph. And um, they said in a uh, quote, among other things, that they have decided to take an indefinite pause for the spokes candies in their place. They are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya Rudolph, and that they are confident that she will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels that they belong. Uh, really? 
<laughs> I'm glad you said it instead of me. I, this, yeah, it, I get why Mars is doing what they're doing. Uh, they have a um, FLM is out here, so uh, as as M and M's are big part of everything out here. Um, there, you know, you could go to an M&M store and any color of the rainbow you need, they have. You want it to be gold and have it be shiny like metallic, they got it. So I get what they're saying, but it's dumb. Not on Mars' part. It's the, the, the commentary about it is dumb. They're candy. They're made of chocolate. They have a coating, and they come in a bag in a convenience store that you stuff in your face while you're driving, and you don't even notice. Like, M&Ms are great. I love M&Ms. Don't get me wrong. But this is just like, it, like why? What? What? what, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, yay for Maya. Like, I'm glad that they did choose somebody that was not, quote-unquote, America's sweetheart on either side of the aisle because I think they did a really good choice of that real person, like the real spokesperson. They did a really good choice on that one. Um, I'm really uh, supportive of that. But, yeah, the, the, it's the commentary that led to this point is, like, really. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, are you? It's candy, man. I don't care. <laughs> the candy man can because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. Man, I it. it uh... <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, I I don't. It's it's only only the first month of 2023. If this is how the rest of the year is going to (laughs) go. Man. Have we gotten so bored with complaining about other things that we are now... (laughs) If we had focused all of our energy on the stuff that we need to focus on, the world would be a, a better place. You know, there's people who are homeless. There's people who are, you know, it's like somebody has just come up with an idea like, you know what, all the other stuff, I'll complain about it in my due time. And even then, I'll probably take some type of stance against it or for it or I will just be a jackass and just complain about it just because. And it's freaking candy, man. Who cares if a green M&M went from boots to high heels? I don't care if it was wearing a freaking bikini. I'm going to eat the candy because I like it. I don't care about the cartoon commercial. Don't need it. I've already made my mind up. I'm eating M&Ms. If that is what is going to stop you from eating M&Ms because you think that some type of subliminal message is going on, did you be that boring person that stay at home and make your own candy and fudge? 
Eat Brand X. Eat like some cheapy version of somewhere else. Leave me alone about <laughs> that. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> Man. <sighs> well, going from probably the even more ridiculous. Uh, there was a story, uh, speaking of the most interesting things that I've seen, <laughs> this makes me kind of wonder. So nothing funny about the story itself because, uh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, well, nothing funny about the premise to the story and how it happened. It's actually quite scary. But a pastor, it says a TikTok pastor, so I think that's probably all you need to know. Um, he took to social media to share a now viral video in which he recounted a 2016 moment in which his spirit left his body after he experienced hell, he says. Um, <laughs> um, there's, stick with me. There's a lot of, to this story, uh, <laughs> which is going to happen here. So he says that instead of heading straight for heaven as expected, he went the other way thought I did so much good during my life that I helped so many people, but even so, I went down to hell. He says that he saw demons enslaving humans and a man walking on all fours like a dog and getting burned from head to toe. His eyes were bulging, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound. He also claims that hell was much worse than he could ever imagine. He says, I entered the very center of the earth. The things I saw there are indescribable. It brings up so many difficult feelings when I talk about it. I was there, and I wouldn't wish it on my own worst enemy. I don't care what he did to me. No one deserves that. Now, he says that there is a section of hell where music is played, but very badly. He claimed that he could hear Rihanna's umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy being used as instruments for torture. To make things significantly worse, the demon choir performing those songs were deliberately performing them incorrectly for maximum pain. He says every word of every song was made to torture you for the fact that you didn't worship God through music while you were on earth. Uh, he said he made his way back to his physical body, but will never forget what he saw. He said that he was angry with God because he did so much good in his life and ended up in hell. He says, I rose up out of hell and returned to earth, and God spoke to him and said, you were secretly angry with people who harmed you. You hoped I would punish them. These are not your people. These are my people. I just want you to focus on the task I give you. Even though I did good, the thing I had in my heart was a lack of forgiveness for the people who wronged me. Uh, now, <laughs> I kid you not, they went to Bobby McFerrin and Rihanna, um, <laughs> and they've yet to publicly respond to the story. Um, <laughs> he uh, <laughs> Hello, hello, eh, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help uh, it. He added that when musicians oh do drugs, they can open up a portal to hell that allows demons to whisper lyrics to them, which ultimately allows Satan to control people. He says, here, music is to get over a breakup. Don't worry, be happy. I bust the windows out of your car or under my umbrella, whatever, he said, uh, referring to the songs by Bobby McFerrin, Jasmine Sullivan, and Rihanna. Um I would think that <laughs> I almost want to ask which song do you think would be played over and over again in hell? 
my opinion, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give you my opinion. The song no. that would be played over and over in my house, and I'll give it. I'll keep it very specific. My health, the hell that would be mine, <laughs> would be the Barney theme song. I would think so. <laughs> I would think it would be that. Or you remember that Lamb Chop song, the song that no, doesn't end? Yeah, that one. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that. Yes, those two probably in tandem. It would probably be like, all right, we're gonna give you a break. And then they flip it. That's what, like, demons would be like, you know, we need something different right now. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, that's awful. You know what all, You know what also would probably be played in hell? Hmm. I, <laughs> well, you know what? You know what I think would also be? Here we go. What I think would happen is that people would be on an elevator kind of like going up and then just splash right back down into like... Oh, and then just <laughs> falling off the edge, just one right after the other, it's an escalator up to the top, and it's like, oh! Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Man, he 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 went personal. I mean, he was like, "Yeah, be honest, my own brother." Like, way it was personal. It was specific. And what's wrong with Bobby McFerrin's "Don't worry, be happy"? <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. I I don't know. Now I would think that William Hong "She Bangs, She Bangs" would probably be in there. <laughs> really? Maybe one day on our next top five or top. Maybe on our next top five or top ten, we would probably have the top ten songs that you were here in hell. <laughs> Gundam style, there you go. Man, he he went there. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, McDonald's here in the U.S. By the way, uh, there's quite a bit of news here about fast foods this week. Uh, you would be surprised uh, with how people are when it comes to their, I almost call this like the food portion of the show (laughs) because McDonald's has been testing a new strawless lid in select U S markets. The lids are for cold beverages only. The company said that the lids quote, help optimize our packaging and eliminate the use of small plastics. Now, while McDonald's did not say which select markets they're testing in, uh, one person told WGN here in Chicago that they received one in the Chicago area. Now, in 2020, Starbucks led the charge with some calling the new lids adult sippy cups. By the end of 2025, McDonald's is aiming for 100% certified, recycled, or renewable materials. Um, what do you think about a new strawless lid? The same thing I think about the strawless lid from Starbucks. Give me a straw, please. I'll stick it through the lid. It's it. I hate it so much. It is a sippy cup. Like if I wanted a sippy cup, if I wanted to like drink like a glass and tilt it, then I would get a glass and tilt it. If I wanted a mug, I would put it in a mug. I go through the drive-thru because I want a straw. It's safer. It doesn't spill on me. 
while I'm driving. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> I I don't like I don't go to Starbucks that much, but I have seen the cups. Yeah, that would kind of throw me out. I'm so used to like the straw. Like you know, when you grow up in an era or a different way, it's kind of like when you go to sporting events here in the U.S. There are a lot of places now that try to get away with giving you straws. Or the opposite of that would be paper straws, which I'm not used to yet. I don't think that they still work right. <laughs> um, that depends on the straw. Some, pa- some paper straws are actually well done. So I'm, I'm more accepting of a paper straw than I would be a non-solid in a car. Like if I'm going, if I'm drinking it at home, then it doesn't bother me because I can. I'm drinking it at home. Right. But if I'm going through the drive-through, I need I need a straw. I spill. Meanwhile, uh, Culver's is having uh, a little bit of a controversy. Culver's, which is popular here in the Midwest, uh, news broke that the chain of burger restaurants that was founded in uh, Wisconsin will now be serving Coca-Cola products instead of Pepsi that it had been <gasps> serving up to this point. Now folks who want to chow down on their famous butter burger, uh, which of course is a seared, never frozen beef patty topped with lightly buttered toasted bun, will have to wash it down with a Coke or Sprite rather than a Pepsi or a Sierra Mist, which has been replaced with the new drink called Starry. And I tried Starry the other day. Uh, not bad. So... A spokesperson. Does it taste like Sierra Mist? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Kind of. A little bit sweeter than Sierra oh, Mist. But it, a little bit sweeter than Sierra Mist, but it still kind of had that Sierra Mist taste. If I had closed my eyes and you had gave it to me, I would have said it's like a sweeter Sierra Mist, kind of. Um, okay. But yeah. Uh, a spokesperson for Culver's confirmed to the uh, Post Crescent that the change is, quote, in progress, and it'll take some time for the nearly 900 restaurants located in 26 states to make the switch. Uh, but a customer writing on a post asked why its Holland, Ohio location changed from Pepsi products to Coke, and Covers responded, albeit not with a clear answer, uh, saying that, yes, it is switching, and that you'll still be able to enjoy their signature root beer, Dr. Pepper, fresh brewed, sweetened, unsweetened teas, and... Of course, you know social media, it does not disappoint. Uh, some say that it ruined their entire day. <laughs> uh, others said love Culver's, but not happy to hear that you switched away from Pepsi. Bad choice. Um, one said Culver's has been my favorite place to eat for quite some time now, maybe up to four times a week. But I am so upset that they switched from Pepsi to Coke that I will go to other places sometimes, especially when they have a flavor today I don't particularly care for. Uh, one said, bring back the Pepsi, please. It's one of the main reasons I went there. And some even vowed never to go back, stating that they had their last Culver's and to switch to Pepsi and they'll be back. Um, I don't think it's wow. that. <laughs> I, this I is the second this, main... That doesn't mean that other people <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what the folks at Coke are doing, but this is the second major uh, uh, big contract that they got because uh, Mary's beloved Chicago Cubs are switching over mm-hmm. to Coke. 
Coke products. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, but yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Now one drink. I'm shocked by that actually. Like that's a that's a staple. That's a staple. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm surprised. Now you know Not McDonald's is never gonna get rid of Coke. But... <laughs> Donald's are getting rid of coke. I'm not going to stop going, but yeah, no, no, God, no. No, they'd be dumb. That would be dumb. Uh, By the way, if you are a fan of Oreo, uh, the newest Oreo flavor is none other than Oreo. The limited edition cookie, dubbed the most Oreo Oreo, features cream with ground-up Oreo sandwich between the classic chocolate favorite biscuits. Uh, once it, it's hard to get more meta than an Oreo stuff with Oreo. So the cookie giant is taking this opportunity to enter the metaverse or the Oreoverse, as the company called it. Uh, this over, uh, this Oreoverse is described in a press release as an interactive digital world where Oreo fans can play and explore. Uh, they've also partnered with homemaking icon Martha Stewart and her gardener Ryan McAllister to help fans navigate the new Oreoverse. Um, Along with a variety of cookie-themed games to play, you also have a chance to win $50,000. The most Oreo Oreo cookie is already available for pre-sale on Oreo.com. The cookies will be sold nationwide here in the U.S. starting on January 30th. Do you know how many cookies they sell in the U.S. annually? Mm Mm-mm. No. 20 billion. Ooh. That was awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so yes now you can enjoy your stuffed oreo oreo <laughs> so weird yeah uh by the way are you a fan of fireball whiskey uh i depending on things yep yeah. i i use fireball whiskey in my spiked apple cider well you will be surprised uh because those mini bottles of Fireball cinnamon at gas stations don't actually have any whiskey in them. <laughs> a class action lawsuit has been filed in Cook County, Illinois here against the makers of Fireball cinnamon over what the plaintiff alleges is purposely misleading packaging. On January 7th, the plaintiff, uh, Anna Marquez, filed suit in the United States District Court, uh, Northern District of Illinois, over what she is calling deceptive labeling on Fireball cinnamon. Made by the parent company, uh, Sazerac, Fireball Cinnamon is a suite of products that include malt-based and wine-based alcoholic beverages made to, quote, capture the essence of the original Fireball Cinnamon whiskey, but don't contain any actual whiskey. Uh, Miniature bottles of Fireball Cinnamon are sold in stores in the U.S. that can only sell beer, malt beverages, and wine products like gas stations and grocery stores, typically for 99 cents. But they aren't the same product as Cesaric's more well-known spicy drink brand. Uh, lawyers for the plaintiff provided images of both the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey and the Fireball Cinnamon for comparison. They provided images of bottles sold at ShopRite supermarkets and in an undisclosed location. Uh, the suit alleges that the labels of these two different distinct products are virtually un, uh, indistinguishable. Uh, because of all this, she said that she purchased bottles of it Assuming that they contain whiskey, which they do not. 
Um, it says the suit also says that if a distilled spirit like whiskey was used to manufacture flavors, it loses its classification as a spirit when blended with other ingredients, which is why the product is allowed to be sold at places that the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey is not. Um, and if you're confused, so am I. But yes, that little small bottle of it, it ain't whiskey, kids. <laughs> oh, my. So don't be fooled. <laughs> don't you believe it. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm sorry to break those news to you, but yes, that is, uh, uh, it's not it. (laughs) I have a couple of more, I have a couple of more stories to share along with how you can earn a thousand bucks just by eating one particular item before bed. But first, we'll take a look at what is trending on Twitter this evening, on uh, this Friday night. Now I've got your now I've got your attention because now you're going to be wondering what it is. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so trending here uh, tonight. It's Friday night, um, but oddly enough, um, uh, sports. Uh, well, on this Friday night, is not trending. Uh, if you have been hearing news, uh, the whole situation of uh, Tyree Nichols in Memphis, Tennessee, is starting to capture a lot of people's attention. Uh, he was killed by police in Memphis after a January traffic stop. And the officers involved in that have all uh, been arrested and have lost their jobs. Um, his parents pleading with the public uh, upon the release this evening of the videotape of what occurred, uh, asking the public to not, to not go out and uh, do anything um, as far as protesting. Um, so that is trending uh, worldwide here tonight. It's number one. Uh, the other things, of course, are trending along the way tonight, along with all the Friday night programs. Uh, also trending tonight is um, Lauren London, um, who is in um, the new Netflix uh, rom-com uh, Queen. Uh, I'm sorry, not Queen, uh, but in uh, one of the uh, new uh, movies on Netflix. But she was in an interview today and opened up about how she went back to work after uh, losing her uh, boyfriend, Nipsey uh, Hustle. Uh, so she is trending tonight. Jonah Hill trending tonight because uh, he is in that uh, new rom-com, You People. I'm sorry, that's the name of it. It's the Netflix uh, interracial dating rom-com, You People. So it's Jonah Hill is in it, along with Eddie Murphy uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and I do believe that it makes its debut on Netflix today. So a lot of people have uh, been talking about that. Uh, also trending tonight, uh, I-55 is trending because, as we said on the uh, top of what's trending in Memphis there, uh, stories coming out and some pictures here I'm seeing online about how some of the protesters are now blocking traffic on I-55 and how they have been peaceful but vocal. 
uh, following the release of the Tyree Nichols video. Uh, reporters there on the ground have been told that the protesters don't have any plans of leaving. Um, so uh, what we hope overnight and as things kind of go uh, does not become a bad situation there on I-55. Uh, at one point they were on the bridge. Looks like here that they are now off that bridge because this is all still kind of fluid. Um, and they were headed uh, in what whatever direction that they were headed had it tonight. So keeping an eye on that. Um, and a lot of sports also going on tonight, uh, basketball. And like we said, football, all that trending, uh, entertainment wise, uh, like we said, a big weekend for Netflix. Also, I think the 80 for Brady, uh, which was trending. How about that? <laughs> Tom Brady gets his own movie, but it's about 80 year old women who are going to watch him play at a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, uh, but <laughs> those are the things that were trending. Uh, of course, as always, um, just stay tuned, and as things happen, the world is a fluid place, so uh, you'll see it there. Telling you uh, before we went to look at Twitter about a couple of things, I said this seems like a food night because a lot of the stories that were. Uh, um, coming out for all about food. It continues. TGI Fridays, that wonderful place where people can go to, uh, is offering a three-course meal. <laughs> if you didn't think that you could get one course at TGI Fridays, they are now offering three courses. Uh, if you are a couple looking for an affordable night out, they unveiled a new three-course meal for two that promises food at a bargain price. They come with an appetizer, two entrees, and dessert. Either $28, $38, or $48. But they're joining a growing list of sit-down chains which are promoting value amid fears that inflation where guests could be shifting to lower price options. And they said that with Valentine's Day right around the corner, this delicious three-course meal is the perfect way to celebrate with someone you love without breaking the bank. Dining out, oh, yeah. Dining out along with just about everything else has gotten more expensive over the past year, particularly at sit-down restaurants. Full-service menu prices are 8.2% higher in December than they were a year ago, compared to 6.6% for quick service. Oh, my God. Would that <laughs> encourage you to go back to the sit-down restaurants? No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, first of all, I mean, uh, okay. No. I used to like to sit down restaurants for lunches, and and now it's, you know, when, I, no. <laughs> no. Man. I'd rather have, I'd, 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 honestly, I would rather have, like, I would love to have a meal with my guy that either I made or he made or we made together 
one, not because it's not, it is cheaper, but not just because it's cheaper, but because that's something that you can do together that is, that is romantic and, you know, you get to be, you get to work together about things. So it, it just, I, as I get older, the less I want to be around people that aren't my people. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? If there's one place what you said at home is eating on your own, here's one thing that you could do before bed. There is a company that wants to pay you $1,000 to eat cheese before bed. You'll start working in March and be expected to work for three months. Now, are you a diehard cheese lover? This could be your dream job. Sleep Junkie, a website that conducts sleep studies and mattress reviews, is looking for five dairy dreamers to help its researchers test the theory that eating cheese before going to sleep gives you nightmares. Probably won't give you gas. The job includes eating cheese. (laughs) (laughs) The job includes eating cheese every night at the same time before going to sleep and writing about how well you slept and if you had any dreams or nightmares. You'll start working in March and will be expected to work for three months, then you'll get paid a thousand dollars upon completion of the study. Sleep Junkie said the tasters should eat the same kind of cheese every night for a week and then take a week off before trying a new variety. To apply, you must be at least 21 and own a device that tracks sleep. You must also be able to sleep alone during the trial without any sleep issues. Also, you can't be lactose intolerant. <laughs> well, that just knocked me out. That's me done. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh... Wow. You must be able to sleep alone during the trial without any sleep issues. That's something. So it pretty much knocks out a lot of married people, people who are like uh, living with somebody. Unless they sleep alone. There yeah. are plenty. We've already covered this before that with some married couples do sleep separately. Yeah, they do. They do. I got news for you. If you're Not that I would want bit, to. You're eating cheese every night before bed. You are sleeping alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. So here's my question. If you wake yourself up out of sleep because you fart, so you fart yourself awake, is that considered a sleep issue? Uh, But it could be due to the cheese, which they would want to know. So many things right now are going through my brain that are all inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, every every year, uh, I always love these stories. Around, uh, we hear about vanity license plates, and around 400 vanity license plate requests were rejected last year by the Secretary of State here in Illinois for being too offensive or difficult to read. Uh, CBS News compiled a list of highlights. Uh, there was a list of more than 7,000 rejected plates. So you can only imagine what was on there. Among some of the rejected plates that were actually bought up, and I kid you not, uh, was Duck U. <laughs> Spelled exactly how you thought it would be. Um, <laughs> the other license plate 
was got poop. Um, the other what license plate. No, uh, got poop uh, was rejected. <laughs> mm. uh, the other license plate was PP, spelled exactly how you thought it was P E E P E E. Sucker was declined. Um, uh, suck it, spelled S-U-K-I-T altogether, was declined. And of course, um, my favorite one, and I will spell it for you, get it from there, it was W-H-T-H-F-U-K. <laughs> You paused in the wrong spot, but I know exactly what you're saying, so it's all right. Uh, I'll put it all together. W-H-T-H-F-U-K. There you go. <laughs> and there you go. Uh, and there the you final, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next to final story here tonight uh, comes from, because I will treat you all since you've all been so good, smoking gun files tonight. Uh, this one, Dateline, Florida, because why not? A Florida woman, you know what, before I, <laughs> before I even get this story, let me clear my throat. Allow me a couple of seconds. Uh, Mary will tell you all one more time about the um, the green asteroid or comet or whatever is coming. It's not an asteroid. <laughs> it's not an asteroid. It's a comet. Yeah, it's February 2nd. You can see it's the closest to the Earth. If you're in the northern hemisphere, you absolutely could see it. Look for the North Star, and then it should be near there passing by. Um, if you are not in the northern hemisphere, then you have to wait until March. Uh, I believe it said it was a 10,000-year loop. I don't know how they know these loops, but that's what they're talking about. They, like, they, they just say – I think they just make it up <laughs> – they, they don't, because we had a long, 10-minute conversation on that last week where I told you that they didn't know. And they not don't to know. De- <laughs> not to debunk it, but they didn't know. It might have been here 5,000 years ago. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Getting back to the story. A Florida woman battered a convenience store clerk with a pair of Slim Jim beef sticks after being accused <laughs> of shoplifting. Cops alleged that Casey uh, Briazil was confronted Monday afternoon by the female victim at the exit doors to the store, which is adjacent to the Sitco gas station. She pushed the victim to get past, then struck the 34-year-old clerk with two Slim Jim beef sticks she was stealing, according to the officer of the Pinellas Park Police Department. The clerk was not injured in the Slim Jim attack, and the police did not seize the beef sticks as evidence. <laughs> Probably something happened to them along the way back. She admitted to the battery after being read her rights. She was charged with battery theft, and resisting a merchant, she's being held in the county jail in lieu of $2,650 bond, which gives oh, more than one God. way to snap into a Slim Jim. So, yeah. Slap into Slim Jim. Oh, my God. People have gone nuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they have. <laughs> and I... I don't understand. Um, I, I'm just going to leave it there. Um, so, yeah. Did you hear about that green comet coming through? 
with that. The old clock on the wall is telling us that we're just about out of time. My friend, do you have any shout-outs for this week? Well, yes and no. I mean, shout-outs to the people that are listening live because I keep getting dings and texts and, and I am about stuff. No, I am PM. PM's about stuff. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, we, of course, heart you. Big hearts. Um, big hearts and big hugs. Today's not there. Whatever. Anyway. Um, but other than that, I don't have anything this week. Like I said, January is a slow month for me. So I don't have anything this week. But next week I will. Definitely will next week. Got some relatives that got some, got some stuff coming up. So in February. Yay yes. for February. It's um, Aquarius season. Big hearts, big love, all that good stuff. Aquarius season, man. Love it. Um, Aquarius. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we got to have a singing portion of this. I mean, come on. We've done everything else right now. We've done, we talked about everything else. We, we've also talked about farting and sleeping, so you might as well sing. Like, well, that was, well, that was with the cheese. So, you know. <laughs> with the cheese. The cheese made me do it. Yes, the cheese made you but do yeah, it. Thank you to you know people what? that are listening. So definitely, definitely. For those of you on YouTube, though, seriously about that song, The Fifth Dimensions uh, uh, Aquarius Let the Sunshine In, uh, there okay. was an interesting uh, – there's a gentleman who I guess was involved in the music business who did an uh, interview and I know it's on YouTube somewhere, with Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis, who were a part of the Fifth Dimension. I think he did it last year. Uh, the song's anniversary came up, and he interviewed them about how that song became to be. Because, of course, it was in the uh, play uh, Hair. I know I'm going to get this so wrong. But um, the odd story, uh, real quick, of how it came to be was that they were in New York. I think Billy Davis tells a story about how he, they had talked about how they liked the song, but really nothing kind of came about it. He had some paperwork or something that he left in a cab. And the person who got in the cab after him happened to be the director of hair on Broadway. They talked. He invited them to come and watch it on Broadway which they did, they told him how much they loved the song and how they wanted to record it, and the rest was music history. <laughs> so, um, yeah, which was a really cool story. But I can only tell it off of how I heard it. Go online, and you'll probably find the interview with the both of them, and they'll tell the whole story. But also think about that. So, yeah. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Do you have any shout-outs tonight? I don't. Here's the thing. I, besides our listeners out there who I'm always appreciative of, um, no particular shout-outs. Uh, I probably, uh, I don't think I never really have any shout-outs. <laughs> I leave that for you. You know a lot more people than I know. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, you do. You do. You know a lot more people than I do. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, shout out to them. Hey, I might even somewhere, somehow, because I was last week, I was on Discord. 
uh, for a brief moment in time. So you may catch me over there at some point. Might even I might even drop in tonight. Who knows? Um, but join us over there. I know I keep talking about it. We will eventually get around to being in the other entity as well. Um, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. We'll work on it. And um, no, in the meantime, thanks for listening to us. I appreciate it. We're here every Friday night, 10 o'clock in the Central, 9 o'clock, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock East, 9 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock on the West. Uh, and heaven forbid, if I can remember it, I do believe that that is about what? Um, Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Four a.m. in London. Yes. So if you're really up listening to us, God bless you. Why are you up? (laughs) Unless you just couldn't sleep and you're a night owl, thank you. (laughs) If we put you to sleep, don't forget to eat your cheese. Yes. Yes. But uh, enjoy the weekend, everybody. We will see you next week where it will be February. Um, Awesome month. I usually like to plan things uh, the second week in February. So stay tuned. We'll see. Until next we meet, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 